hello everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of Movie vs. Film. Um, where the fuck have we been? I hear you all wondering. Uh, well, we, we would just like to apologise for not being around as much as you would like. Um, things happen, uh, 2020 happened. Isn't that right, Dan? Yeah, and we're not sorry about it, so... No, actually, yeah, <laughs> before, we're not sorry at all, before, <laughs> But, you know, we're not apologising. We didn't do shit. With th- this episode is six months late... And you can all just deal with it, and okay? And we also recorded it. We love you, late. but deal with it, okay? But, and yeah, so we recorded it a long time ago. Oh, yeah. We... Before Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Sorry about that, by the way. RBG. What do you mean? I mean, I do make a joke about her in this episode. Oh, uh, right. Sorry. Lots of love. <laughs> I'm, I, I did not know. I'm sorry. and welcome to movie versus film it's that podcast where we talk about art films and we talk about hollywood blockbusters and then we go which one is a better and you lucky devils have got two bloody hosts you lucky lucky sons of bitches i am one of them my name's will allen and uh through the screen i'm looking at who who be you my name is Daniel Bickersteth, and I am the other host of this podcast. Thank that's... you very much for welcoming me, and this is how I'm going to talk for the rest of the show. Like, that's how you normally talk, no? <laughs> uh, yes, hello, I'm Daniel. Hi, Daniels. Will. That's um, Daniel's voice. Hey, Dan. Hey. We're doing the decades, aren't we, mate? We're, so, basically, we're doing decades. We're going through, uh, the, we've done the 20s, we've done the 30s, we've done the 40s. Uh, we're now on to the 50s. So uh, if you're new to this podcast, Dan will give me a film that I've got to review, which is very artsy, fartsy, often pants. And I'll give him a big blockbustery film, which is often stupid, dumb, flashy, and often pants. And then we talk about them. But sometimes they're actually very good. In fact... You say they're pants. They are actually good more often than not. More often they? than not, yeah. I think we should have we should have a separate time where we just go pants. We just go, we just do shit on purpose. We just deliberately choose the least appealing films of our genre possible. Yeah, I mean, we have done that a couple times with the movies. I have given you some, like, Ready Player One. That was a garbage dump of a film. Well, no, the, the worst one by far was um, that, um, the kinky sex one. What was that called? Oh, yeah, we did. We did Fifty Famous Shades book. Famous book God. that old ladies like. That was fucking trash wasn't it 50 shades that was yes that was the ultimate yeah. trash but um really this, painful this week it's not trash we've got two 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 very well-known films um on hallmarks horm- of hallmarks, cinema hallmarks, you might say on my side on the more sort of bombastic films i've given daniel a beautiful musical in singing in the rain that one. Yeah, um, we're not really synchronized, so singing together is never going to work. Yeah, that's never going to work, actually. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, we might have to edit that out. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah, so I've done singing in the rain, and Daniel, you've given and me what? Yeah, well, I've given you Yasujiro Ozu's The um, Tokyo Story. Tokyo story. And uh, you, you were uh, not aware of this, this, um, this person. 
or any I'm of these people of, at all? I'm not aware of this person. I have heard of Tokyo Story before, but I have never seen. Yeah. Okay. I had. I had. Well, they never are seen. like. They are like. Uh, like both. They're both. These are both famous films. These are both enormous milestones. Yeah. But for different and reasons. And I think they compare very well. Oh, yeah, for surely. Very different reasons. And that's why they compare um, very well. And also, what, what we were, oh, yeah. what I think we had a brief uh, text or message about recently is just how how um, useful or how much like uh, interesting it is to talk about singing in the rain when it comes to cinema and how, like, as it's based on cinema. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't get my words. Yeah, out there, it is based you know I mean? on one of the most important transitions in film history: the transition from silent cinema to talkies, which um, was, which you know, is completely forgotten now because nobody gives a shit. But f- you know, for for people of the nineteen twenties and thirties, that was a very strange transition to it's, make. It's and especially... singing in the rain very artfully chronicles that. Yeah, and especially when it comes to the actors and the difference in performance, etc. That. Oh yeah, goes into it, and we have seen in our in our history of the decades a um, a we have seen that change happen. We have seen a nice contrast between, let's say, Vampire, and uh, perhaps what the films that we're doing now. We have, and we will continue. You know, the acting we style con- is so different, and we will continue to see evolution as we go along. So obviously, next. Oh week yeah, we'll the nineteen fifties certainly has its style of. Uh, of acting, which which to many people seems outdated even now, and I'm sure yeah. that the acting styles of today will seem outdated in, in 2050. Years. Yeah, when yeah in 800 years when no there's no such spaceships thing. are Cinema, ruling the world. It's all, it's all beamed directly into your head. All the actors are aliens. Yeah, and uh, the wait. world is over. So it'll yeah. be like Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I've not seen that pile of One garbage. of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I saw a trailer for it and stayed right clear of that. Garbage. It's rubbish. <laughs> it's really bad. I don't know why I watched it. Is that um, by the Wachowski? Right, wh- Who's that No, by? it is by Luke Besson. Okay. Right. directed Fifth Element. Yep, uh, I'm aware of that film. Um, we are going to move swiftly on to, to the first review Review, which is um, wait, 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 wait. as I in, as I introed, is going to be my film first. So we're going to first talk about singing in the rain. Uh, Dan, what do you make of singing in the rain? Huh? Huh? What do you think? I think that singing in the rain occupies a very special space in my in my film watching lifetime. Yeah, and that is because I fundamentally do not like musicals i've always been sniffy about musicals i do not like them i've been in musicals when you know i was at uh, school and things like that i've seen lots of film musicals and to varying degrees have liked and disliked them i just don't like the fact that people stop the scene to sing it's always pissed me off yeah i've never got it i know that makes me a grumpy old man who just can't see, you know, enjoy the lighter things in life. But hey, now singing in the rain, which I first saw about a year ago, changed my mind about musicals, because I love singing in the rain so much, and I love all the songs and I love all the dancing. You know what I? You know it's what? I, 
you know what I think makes it more palatable for people? I'm quite similar to you. I'm not a big fan of musicals. But what I think makes it palatable is that all the musical numbers in it are relatively... Banging. Well, first of all, yes. But they're also, they're also kind of... A lot of them are tongue-in-cheek. They kind of take the piss. And also... It is such a funny film. And they are also kind of like they're filming a musical so it makes sense that they're there you know what i mean it's not it's it's all mm-hmm. in scene it's not necessarily just going even when he's when he's doing his singing in the rain because he's happy he is just a guy singing in the streets and some guy looks at him and he's like oh yeah no sorry oh, i do feel stupid i'm singing in the rain like yeah <laughs> i get it here's i'm gonna get rid of this umbrella i'm gonna walk on so it is has yeah got... i think you're right context contextually speaking yeah it does work. Yeah, so they they make a lot more sense out of it, and I'm 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 glad you love this film because I actually fucking adore this film. It's so yes. good. His performance, it is. Gene it Kelly's is performance. Oh, is Gene Kelly! Gene Kelly is a sensation. Mate. He is the best fucking dancer ever. The the actually yes. both of them, yes. both the guys and and uh, what can't remember. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. That's it. Debbie um, Reynolds. They're, who's they're Carrie just, Fisher's mother? They're just such fantastic dancers. And they oh, they're terrific. They're, All of them. Just their movement in general. Everything is the slickest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's life. all because they're so. It's the performance is really important in this film because what they can do is perform it with such a sense of happiness yeah. and wanting to impart on the audience such an experience of happiness. This it's film is a fucking monument to happiness, mate. Makes That's you what this. Feel, it's so cheerful. It just makes you feel good. It's so happy. Isn't it? And that's what the title is about. It's about being you happy know, enough to sing in the Being room. happy, being happy. You know, even if things aren't amazing. And actually, I don't think that any of the people in the film really experience that much pain and suffering. You but know, that's fine. It's not really about but, that. But you know what? You know what I think is that I'm actually glad that the way it is because it's not so much. I thought it was more of a love story than it is. But it's really not. It doesn't feel like it's hampered down by by specific genre tropes or anything like that. So I was so glad watching it. Um, I haven't seen this film since I was like tiny. So this is the first time for a long, long time. Um, so I couldn't remember anything. I was in my head thought it was just more like romantic and more sort of just uh, funneled down that lane, but it's not. And it's really got this sense of um, self reference, I suppose. Um, and I just, it's just and their relationship is very is very like it's romantic and everything. It's romantic, but they seem but like just, such good friends. But that's not what it's about, which is amazing. And they, they kind of like pass that, and then but they just make it they make it just this fun romp about fixing a career. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and it's like it's, the film is about the film is about how nice musicals are. Yeah, and it's a nice musical. And then you've got this, and then you've got a silly Scooby Doo villain in. The, the the lead she one of the is, lead actors. She, she's so annoying, she's hilarious, but she's funny. She's yeah. very annoying, obviously. Um, I have to say, I think that she uh, sort of sums up a little tiny problem I have with the film, and I don't want to criticize this film that much because, you know, I think it's lovely. But to have a uh, an a, a woman in Hollywood like who's trying to save her career <laughs> amongst men who are like we know and, and everything we know about what hollywood is and how hollywood treats women i think that's a bit weird also uh, her voice is so inappropriate not just because of its pitch and tone 
but because she's got a working class accent, I think that's a bit weird. But yeah. You know, no, I get what you're saying, but also that's not the sort of... I mean, the the pitch... No, I agree. Tone, I agree. I'm happy to ignore that. Bother me at all. The, what, I get what you're kind of saying when it's like a woman's career, but actually what they're trying to do is save another woman's career and actually push a woman Correct. who, Correct. who actually yeah. has talent in the love the love interest, um, Debbie Reynolds, push her forward. Yeah, absolutely. So I, 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 I I'm happy that. to ignore they, all those and problems. They, they have such an honest relationship and friendship and she is not, and she is like a strong character. You know what I mean? She gives it, mm-hmm. and she as like, yeah, she gives it, she dishes it out to the guys. You know what I mean? So I, I disagree with that. I think that's probably, that's a bit of, um, I don't want to say nitpicking, but it's, it's looking for well, I, it's not enough. In, it's not enough to to make me dislike the film, but I did just want to raise it as a point. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, if, is it worth talking about the plot? I guess like some people don't know what the plot is. It's a guy. Well, the plot is that you know that the film has got has got film has talkies now, and they're trying yeah. to make a film and they're trying to adapt. It, into there's all the sorts of really good comic really really good comic scenes about um you know little little bits of of what it was like to make films I, what i really like and i know you want to do the plot but what i really like is his um you see like his uh flashback quite early on and it's all sorts of things about like his rise in film and there's just all sorts of really funny things about what it was like to make films in the, the 1920s when, when... They they do and earlier. not only this, but they do have these sort of um, ongoing scenes. Uh, what are they called uh, montages, clips. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah montages. So, so they have the flashback montage where, which is really fun. But and they they are the most fun parts of the, this film because they just oh, go yeah. they go on and on and on. But they're just so cool and so well done and so so funny to watch and so funny. There is there is a scene. Oh my god! In this film, when they're actually they're filming. They're filming a film, or they think, or it's actually it's his, it's him describing the film. What I suggest. Oh, the Broadway melody, the Broadway one, yeah. And he goes through yeah. so many different songs and things that happen on oh, Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and um, there's there's this moment where there's he's with this woman and they're, they're dancing ballet and her, God knows how they get her dress. There's just blowing her dress is blowing in the wind in all sorts of ways. Oh, that looks gorgeous, doesn't it? It They're on the steps. It is absolutely stunning. And at no point did I go, what the fuck is going on here? It just carried on and on and on to different different sections. And I was just like, this is so enjoyable. I don't actually give a shit what's going on here. This is just like... The film never waits to see if you like need to be caught up with the plot because it knows that that's not what's enjoyable about it. This wasn't even part of the plot. This was just like a separate... No, it's just a little side. Yeah, a separate aside, which was like, this is what the film would be. And then it cuts back and that's not even the film. He's like, or it would be something like that. And it's like... Yeah, yeah. That was like, that was a good like 40 minutes. (laughs) Maybe not 40 minutes, but you know what I mean? That was a long time. It was long. It was long. It, the film is, has got so many good little set pieces. And that and we talk about plot. Like, the plot is just there as an excuse to link up these set pieces, I think. Yeah, maybe. Like, the, the plot isn't really important. I mean, ultimately, it is about a, a blossoming romance and the fading uh, silent movies, which is expressed via mostly this actress who who's not the one he's falling in love with, but is uh, very beautiful and is a very good silent movie actress, but cannot 
act really or sing or dance or speak at all so that's plot is minimal that's basically it kept her quiet the whole time haven't they which was yeah all the set pieces where they're trying to not let her be be heard on stage or they're like um when right at the end when she when she's being sung over and then the audience is revealed it's so clever it's so inventive they take everything and 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 extract all the humor out of it that they possibly can and it's not just humor this film is so beautiful to look at it it's stunning. so well shot the, the 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 sets the dance sequences oh they look stunning but the the sets the that sets we're, yeah that we're fully aware of sets because it's on a set you know what i mean it's based on yep. a set but stunning they just because you could they because they can kind of get away with it and the way that they actually use that aspect because we know it's a set and they can then just make it out there and beautiful it's just yeah it's it's completely stunning yeah i i i i would rate i would rank this this film in as one of my favorite films uh yeah and that's I've, something that would surprise me so much because this is not my genre I am going to have to agree with you. I think this, I had not, I didn't think this, I was going to like this film as much as I did. Cause like I said, I saw it when I was younger, didn't really make an impression on me. Clearly watching yep. it, watching it now, I'm like, fuck me. This is like an incredible film. And this is definitely in my top 10 now. Yeah, I think so too. It's, and I, it, it, the, the only reason is how it's executed. It's just—it's it's it's just not a, like it's a, just an absolute, really that compelling an idea. It's just an absolute joy. Maybe I've just become a sentimental it old is. fool, but um, it's just—it's just nice. It is sentimental. It is, yeah. but they—it's a—it's a tone and it's a knife edge that you have to balance on, yeah. and they got it right. It's a, all about how well you do something. It's not about what you want to do. At least I think so. Anyway, do you know this film was directed by Gene Kelly as well? part directed i think there was two directors yeah him and stanley donan yeah yeah for sure i don't know but that's who... pretty impressive so he's a sort of he's a bit of a charlie chaplin figure as well yeah who um directing his own films who wrote it was it a, was it a musical before before, um, before the film uh, well it wouldn't make sense because the plot's about a film so it wouldn't make sense at all would it I've got no idea, and I haven't got any notes on that. Question just whether it was like, I feel like. Write in, audience, call in if you want to answer that question <laughs> it w- for it w- us. It wouldn't surprise me if it was like a pl- a, pl- a musical pl- a musical that was made like ten years before, and then they it was really big on Broadway, so they turned it into a. Um, I think film. part of the charm of it is that it is obviously made in the 50s, mm. but it is, even though it seems nostalgic to us, it is a nostalgia piece mm. about how strange you know, and interesting the 1920s and 30s were. So I think it wouldn't work as well yeah. if it were, say, perf- performed as a, as, you know, yeah. in the 1930s or 40s, because it hasn't had that chance to... You know, it, so, a it, lot of it comedy has been gotten far, out of uh, the fact that it's set in the past. Yeah, but I mean, twenty years—that's a fair chunk of time. People are nostalgic for the nineties now. Yeah, they're only just becoming nostalgic about the nineties, though, aren't they? I suppose. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, either way, it's perfect. It's perfect for an adaptation if it wasn't originally from the theatre. It's perfect for an adaptation, like now, even. But I agree, I agree with you about, Still. because it's about cinema, 
I doubt it would transfer to the stage no. as well. No, I think it would massively just for the dance numbers. Oh, really? Because of a lot of it. Yeah, it just it the half half of the film is on the stage. It's just on a sound stage That's in a true. in a studio, in a in a That's film true. studio. It's just I think it's perfect for uh, uh, the, the theatre audience. And actually, been, people do make plays about it is it has been about a, it has filming been a something. It has been a play. Yeah, you're probably right. Everything has been a musical, you know, like there is a... There is a Shrek musical. There is a... There's a fucking No Country for Old Men musical. There's a Spider-Man musical. Everything gets a musical. (laughs) I I don't know if it was a musical, but there's definitely a Spider-Man They should make musicals of really inappropriate things like... Human um, Centipede, the musical. Nightmare on Elm... (laughs) Human Centipede, the musical. Nightmare on Elm Street, or like... The Irishman, the musical. That'd be quite fun doing the the uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street because you could have so much fun with the nightmares. But yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. It is quite stylized already, and it's got interesting costume. Cool. Uh, I mean, I think we've 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 given it enough praise. Is there anything else you want yeah. to say about it? Really, there is. There is. Will um, I've got something prepared? Okay. About, what about the this? Fuck have you got? I've got prepared? something prepared. I've got a little quiz oh, that I've got because because Why have you got um, a quiz? <laughs> obviously obviously this film has been very impactful in a lot of people's lives and it's very famous and everyone's sort of heard of it. Right. So there's actually this quite an what interesting phenomenon about this film only, is that only you quite Dan. A lot of interesting <laughs> people have reviewed this. Right. Cuz I've given you this film and yet you're quizzing me. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> this is how our relationship works. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Go for it. What Quite you... a lot of interesting people have reviewed this. Okay, so I'm going to give you the review, and you're going to tell me who 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 I'm quoting. Are these by f- yeah? are these reviews by famous people. It's not like yep. Don Edger, yep. who worked for the New York Times like a hundred years ago. Famous people. Right. Famous people. Okay. Okay. So there, there there'll probably be a, a clue in all of them. Yeah. This is a really random so, quiz, but I, I kind of like it. Okay. <clears throat> so I, you know, you're. Pro- I'm sure you'll get like a couple right, and um, I doubt it, mate. Obviously, you're. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So, number one. I remember I watched this right before I directed Schindler's List. It's pretty good. Well, that's pretty. <laughs> Oh, Steven Spielberg, obviously. <laughs> Correct. Film director and multiple act, Oscar winner, actual, Steven Spielberg. That's not an actual quote from Steven Spielberg. Number two. A searing indictment on the imperialist pig dog western decadence. Hollywoodism has lost its charm. It never had it to begin with. Burn the tapes. Burn down the whole system. There should be a clue in there. Burn the tapes. Is it Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know who. No, that was former president of the United States, George W. Bush. Was it? <laughs> yep. How did I miss that? Number three. Some films are held in high esteem for their famous firsts, impressive artistic breakthrough- breakthroughs, or stunning acting debuts. Other films are revered simply for being the best of a kind. Singing the Rain falls into this latter category. It isn't a pioneer in any real sense of the word, nor does it greatly advance the language of film. But few other pictures have so effortlessly and wonderfully encapsulated everything good about the movies. The joyous highs, the pitiful lows, and the perfect perpetual seesaw between these two poles. This is just a regular review, right? Is this Roger Ebert or someone? Or is this... No, that was Chelsea and England midfielder Mason Mount. 
What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did you pull that one out? <laughs> the young Mason Mount kid that plays for Chelsea now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you just made that up completely. Number four. Number four. <laughs> this film... <laughs> this film changed my life. Seriously. I am the man today because of this film. Batman. I Sorry, don't... that should have been. I am the man I am today because of this film. I don't know. This could be anyone. If Mason yes. Mount was an answer. Yes. <laughs> I am the man. Gene Kelly. Because he was in the film. That was chairman of the party and supreme leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I get Number five. <laughs> I tried to get cast in that film, I think. So how could I enjoy it? That Gene Simmons is an arsehole. That Gene Simmons? What? Dancing in the rain. Who thinks Gene Kelly is Gene Simmons? What? <laughs> Someone... Isn't Gene Simmons the guy from Kiss? And your time is up. That was Hotel Heiress and reality TV star Paris Hilton. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Next one. Back in the days on the Boulevard of Linden, we used to kick routines <laughs> and the presence was <laughs> the fitting. Presence was fitting. was I the abstract. And me the five-footer. Me the five-footer. I kicked the mad style, so, so step, step off, off the, the Frankfurter. Oh, right to my heart. That's, that's a bit of tribe called Quest right there. That's Q-Tip and Fife Correct. Dog. Correct. That was Tribe Called Quest rappers Q-Tip and Fife Dog. <laughs> this is the last one. Oh, <clears throat> what am I doing here? What is a movie? An alien. No, that was Holy Roman Emperor circa 800 to 814 <laughs> Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for indulging me in that, Will. I tricked you for as long as I could, I think. You got two out of seven. Yeah. Well, well done. So you uh, you win the holiday to Birmingham. Well done, Will. <laughs> oh, amazing. I c cannot wait. Been to Birmingham yeah. before. Not the worst place in the world. <laughs> you won. Oh, sweet. Are you coming with me? Uh, it is a, uh, yeah, yeah, two tickets. So you can either take me or your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't think she'll want to go to Birmingham. <laughs> Let's go to Birmingham together. I'm just looking at the tickets here and it says that it's only Spaghetti Junction. Uh, Still in? No. I'm out. Well, that was fun. I'm glad <laughs> so I think that. that joke, I think that joke made me laugh more than anyone else. Yeah, but... maybe, but uh, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> But no, great, great. I'm glad you enjoyed the Mason Mount one. The Mason Mount one had me uh, rolling because I wasn't expecting it. At, at first, I thought it sounded stupid. The speed, it was the Spielberg one. I was like, he would never say that. That's so stupid. But okay. And then the, the the other one, I was like, all right, it's just. But then, yeah, as soon as Mason Mount came on, I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I had good fun writing those. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, we've got another <laughs> film to talk about, don't we? <laughs> have you made anything have you made okay have you made anything in preparation for this film please tell me you haven't no <laughs> no i haven't i wish i had now i'll give you a I've done a there, but... <laughs> all right introduce um, your film okay so 
Tokyo Story, 1952, that is the year before Singing in the Rain. It is directed by, I think, the most undirected, <coughs> undirected, <laughs> underappreciated director in world cinema, Yasujiro Ozu. He makes uh, a lot of films with the same themes, I would say. Uh, I've seen a number of his other films like Late Spring and Early Spring and Good Morning, and they are very often all have the same themes of growing old and of the changing face of Japan and of family and I think this is the best example you may not think this is a particularly arty thing uh, an arty film and just because you know it's not very weird or unusual or whatever it is that you associate arty films with but I just think this is art an art masterpiece in the sublime. Will, yep. what did you think of Tokyo Story? Right, so I've literally just uh, <coughs> finished watching this film before we got on air and started recording. Um, so <laughs> it, it's fresh. It's fresh in the old the, no, the old noggin. It is a very depressing film. I'll give. I'll, I'll say that. And I don't mean to say this mm -hmm. in like necessarily a bad way, but the themes that are explored in here are the complete opposite to the film we've just talked about. It's like you go from one which is just all about joy and the joyfulness of life at, at Al. Um, sorry, I just got a message. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you might have heard that, but oh well. Um, so we're going from the big joyfulness of life to... Um, to the sadness of of death and really the 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 honesty that comes with that and the it's just about a sad family really oh, I, can, I just don't I, I really don't want to talk too much shit about it because I really love the film but at the same time I don't know how to describe it without it sounding like I'm just berating it well I think that the film is a, is often about sadness, yeah. but it does have a real sense okay. of joy they have, in its heart they as have, well. They have one character in it that's very joyful. So let me tell you, I'll, I'll start with how I usually do these reviews because then that usually gets me going and gets me on the fucking on the on the train. Speaking of trains, so there is a an old couple living in some rural area of Japan, far away from Tokyo. They have numerous children that live in Tokyo. They have uh, two living. They have one who died, but they have, and he has his um, widow who is still around and still wants to be part of the family. Then they will have two, then they have one sibling. They have lots of siblings. It's get, it gets quite confusing until they kind of explain it. They go down to visit them, kind of as almost, it feels like a last hurrah, like maybe this is the last time we'll see our family. But the family haven't got time for them. The family are just way too busy getting on with their own fucking shit and don't care about them. This is just a story about family members that don't really care about the elder generation and the older generation just feeling like let down by their kids. But there is one shining star in this, which is the widow of the son that died in the war, who is honestly just fucking, first of all, she's 
just stunning and she's just absolutely lovely and she's performed so well. Did you know that she's the most famous actress in Japanese history? It doesn't surprise me because she's absolutely wonderful in this film. Setsukahara. Yeah, she's incredible. It wouldn't surprise me if she she became massive through this film because she's incredible in this film. Um, She is like the shining light in a film with just monotonous douchebags that hate that they just don't like life and are constantly miserable. There are there are there are lines in this which is just like which are honestly saying life is such a disappointment and they're like yes yeah that, that you're actually quoting that is a yeah. line where it's like the youngest life is the youngest says to her yeah life is just disappointment after disappointment after yeah. disappointment and by and by like two and a bit hours of it you go fuck you know fuck you know it's just there's just not anything this just doesn't this just apart from the scenes with this um i can't remember her name in the film what's it naiko well the actress is called setsukahara what's her character called naiko or something i think it does begin with an n i can't remember anyone's characters names but yeah okay but apart from her like it's all just drab it all the performances are so just realistic it's there's no mm-hmm. there's no sh- shazam there's no jazz fingers in this bad boy I, i've went from one film where there's all jazz fingers to there's nothing going on in this film it's um and in that way it's ultra realistic and it's quite it's quite interesting in that sense it's slow paced it's... Which I know you hate, Will. Yes, it was too slow, wasn't it? No, it wasn't this time. This this is a time where... I'll... Oh, okay, good. No, this is one of those times where... Because actually the way they're set in this with the ultra-realism real, stuff, if it was slow-paced but it didn't feel like I was part of this family or I was just, like, getting interested in... If, they, if the characters weren't endearing, then it would have been fucking unbearable. But they are endearing. Um, and yeah. when you're trying to puzzle out what's actually happened to this family in the past it's quite nice they do a weird thing in this film where a lot of it kind of isn't seen and they have people just yes they have people just talking about what happened i didn't like that i'll give i like that was one thing oh no i didn't because it it just felt that's an that's an aspect of 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 entertainment and storytelling that has gone back to sort of the ancient yeah, it, Greeks, well, well, they where you would talk something. about the action rather than yeah. Because, no, well, it's because the action is the least is the least important part of it, as far as those intellectuals are felt, concerned. It felt like they couldn't film on a train, so every time, so they had an aspect of the story that happened on a train, and then they just then they just talked about it. I didn't like that very much, but I understand what you're saying in. If it was purely choice, then it's purely choice, and that's cool. But yeah, I don't like I don't like it when f- films explain. It's uh, show don't tell. You know what I mean? I prefer I prefer show don't tell. Well, that I don't think that any of this is explaining, and I don't think that it is uh, because I think it is showing. But and what it's showing is the people's reaction because at no point does does the plot ever get explained to you. You just see it play out with very naturalistic dialogue. Yeah. So and it's people reacting to the action. I realised I got through half halfway through the plot and then I just kind of stopped. But um, yeah. So what we what I'm mostly referring to is that the parents, the the, the old man and the old lady, go visit their their children and their grandchildren in Tokyo. 
Um, they have no time for them apart from the widow. Then after just kind of being a bit bored and frustrated and one of them and the father gets drunk again, which he hadn't done for a while, they decide to go back. On their way back, the mother grows ill um, and she dies not long after and the kids begrudgingly like little shits all their kids who are now like 40 by the way so they're not kid kids but the kids um well actually is a range between sort of 18 and 40 i think but the kids go yeah, i think the youngest one is 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 young yeah is like 16 yeah. isn't she? but the the kids go like begrudgingly back and they don't really seem to care that much but it's quite an honest it's quite an honest look at death when they're they, t- they talk about it so unemotionally and about her belongings yeah. and like how the dad is and stuff like that, which which does rile up some sort of response from the youngest. But it is it is just a really bleak look at death and a family dynamic. But it's well done. But and, I think that and, bleakness and well is saved by Setsuka Hara. Because she, because she is, is such a shining light yeah. on everyone, on everyone in it. If she wasn't in this film, I I would hate it. But she is. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I didn't hate it. I really liked it. I thought it was a great film. Um, but I probably would have like. I come away from this film thinking, and I think what I'm supposed to feel is that I should treat people better. Yeah. No, I get that. Especially the elderly. I I also it's I mean what they try and do morally they manage. I felt depressed. I felt like I was... <laughs> it makes you feel like a bit of a failure when they're talking about like their kids being doctors, but they're not good enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's a very... I think that's a very culturally Japanese thing. Yeah, maybe. To, uh, to, to, to expect a lot. But it, but it made me feel like a failure, feel like family is kind of just you get over family. So it didn't make me feel like comforted in that sense. Like, I hope my family don't feel like that about me. Um, but it did, I guess, the, the one shining light was, as we say, the um, the young lady who was phenomenal. Noriko, that's what she's called. Noriko, that's what I said. That's what the character's called, I think Noriko. I Noriko. Or something similar. But Yeah, perhaps you did. I, think I, I said Noriko, it. but yeah. But yeah, she's, um, yeah, she's phenomenal. So thank God for her. I think all of the I think all of the performances are phenomenal. Oh, I especially like Chishu Ryu as the as the grandfather. I think he's also he's, amazing. He is very good. And too. he is they they're all in lots of films by Yasujiro. I think Ozu. the old woman was. It's lovely. like a company of actors. The the old the, yes, the she's old not as famous was, an actress, she but so she's great. Though she was so endearing, and then because and she had to be because she had to she was the one carrying the plot. You know what I mean? Because she's the one that dies. So you had to you oh, had yeah. to feel for her, etc. Um, the two the the two elder siblings I, I thought were pretty good. The especially the late the woman who was more of a bitch than anyone, um, the one that had. I don't think there's any or... weak links in this film at all. No, not really. As far as performance goes, did you um you, brief? I think you briefly flirted with talking about this. Did you like how it was shot? Because it is shot in a very particular way. It's very like it's very boxy. I don't no, not really. I don't. I wasn't really a fan of the way. Oh. everything was just framed quite boring to me. They had a space, and then they. I don't with... agree at all. I think the framing is out of this world good. Uh, well, I think maybe we clearly have different ideas than of, of what makes. I mean, I'm probably I'm probably wrong, but it just to me it just felt it was quite low down a lot of it. Um, but it was yes, that's one of the things that's weird about it. It's always filmed from um, 
sitting height. Yeah. But so you get the other thing about it is that um, uh, there's only one scene where the camera moves. Yeah. It is super. Every other shot is still. It is super static, but this is my this is my problem with it. I found it quite boring because actually it was kind of just like you because fr- all the rooms, it's you don't see any of Tokyo, which upset me because I just wanted to see more of Tokyo. So you don't get any establishing shots. You don't get much going on, um, apart from one scene. But you you pretty much have a room, a box room, and they're all the same size, same shape. They're all these square rooms. And you basically just have a, f- that is the frame, which yeah. is all right. But it's just, uh, as that was the only thing that I saw, really, it kind of got a bit like long in the tooth after a while. I think what they have managed to get on the screen, considering the limitations of the location, yeah. is is unbelievable. I'm not- Seriously, I would put this I mean- in the top 10 best shot films i've ever seen yeah bravo to them for doing it i just didn't think it looked that great i thought it looked nice adequate i just didn't the contrast they've achieved in the black and white photography and the framing that they've achieved um with uh, using like um things in the foreground and framing of the action uh in the middle i didn't get much uh, uh, to give to give everything depth it's fabulous. Uh, I didn't. Fabulous. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. Maybe, uh, maybe to an untrained eye of cinematography and stuff. Um, although I can, I can. Well, it's not very. It's not very like, you know, it's because it's not very actiony and there's no movement. No, it's. So not I think even... that's what you were missing. It just, just, <clears throat> just look like simple frames to me. But yeah, like I say, I'm the untrained eye. I'm not. Maybe simple frames are the best. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. Okay. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't wow me in that sense. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to say that you're wrong and that it's just a pile of shit because it wasn't a pile of shit. It just. It was satisfactory to me. It didn't. It didn't wow me. It didn't make me go. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. That shot. Okay. It didn't at any point. It looked. It looked pretty. Not once. It, really. It looked. The majority of it looked quite pedestrian to me. Um, that's just me. I would say that there's no. There's no shot in this film that falls below the perfect mark for me i think they're all perfect uh, I, I, for what I, they for yeah. what they for what you need i don't know what where you you're need that. from a storytelling perspective oh they're all perfect. yeah i'm not saying that it doesn't tell a story well it's just there was nothing that went that made me go ooh, look at that yeah we're, we're way off on that one Fair then enough. like I, I didn't see that at all at all well i think it's because they're not being you're not being shown anything exciting it is all just boring interiors no, but yeah but that's yeah but no i've seen against. boring interiors done beautifully i've seen boring interiors come to life that's not what this was these were just boring interiors okay. boringly framed okay yeah <laughs> well you know that's gonna have to be a big disagreement yeah. but that's but that's fine that's, that's what we're here for that. baby we that's what we're here for we don't we're, we're not always gonna de- oh agree. yeah i don't want to agree with you mate that'd be embarrassing fuck you imagine if we had the same <laughs> opinions on things <laughs> that'd be awful that's right as far as um comparing these two films i think we've already touched on one element of it and that is that uh one film is very sensationalized yeah. and is very sentimental and, colorful, and is very joyful, colorful and, colorful. and bright, and the other one is dark. But Tokyo Dingy, Story, sad. I think what it achieves so well is how it deals with 
um, you know, sad events mm -hmm. in a very unsentimental and realistic yeah, and honest. true way. It's just honest. I wouldn't say there's anything truth, truthful and honest about singing in the rain. And I don't mind. But that's not what it's going not for. Not everything has to be. Yeah. It's not what it's going for. No. Um, Completely different sides I of the have spectrum. something... Yeah, absolutely. Which I think they, you know, contrast beautifully. What do you have for me? Dan? You know, you just even. <clears throat> I have a, a something quite um, big to say, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm going to regret saying it because I'm not sure that I 100% think when we're talking about the decades. Yeah, we've talked about how the limitations of the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Yeah, and you know, none of us have been particularly. We, we, neither of us have talked about how this is like a great decade mm. so yet I think maybe the 1950s is the greatest decade in cinema history eek alright I maybe think that why certainly Give, so throw, far throw some films well if you talk about the directors that were working at the time we come up with Federico Fellini, Stanley Kubrick, Alfred Hitchcock, Akira Kurosawa, the majority of Truffaut, all of these people were doing film in John the Ford. 60s as well, though, no? Uh, yes, but they were doing film in the 50s, and I think they did their best work in the 50s. Fair, fair dues. Now, I know that, uh, I think what is special about the 50s to me is that is the explosion of world cinema that happened in that. And that's why I wanted to choose a Japanese film, because the 50s was the first time when Hollywood and the world at large saw films from other countries. Because originally... Because until ori then, originally, you could only see a film from your country, basically. Yeah, because originally you were looking at The uh, Shadows by John Cassavetes, when you? I saw that was on your original list. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, that, that is a film that I'd like to come back to. Uh, you know, nice to do an American uh, art film. But the, the explosion of, of, of Japanese cinema in the 50s is really exciting. Yasujiro Ozu, Akira Kurosawa, Kenji Mizuguchi, um, and uh, Naruse, and, the, you know, the list does go on far beyond my knowledge of it. And it's not just Japan. This is a period of time where Ingmar Bergman is, a, is being a sensation around the world. And... That's what's exciting about the 50s for me. And I know there's lots of problems about the 50s. <laughs> and I know that idealizing the 50s from a modern perspective is very, like, dumb, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. it seems so... It seems like the 50s stand... does You know, when people talk about the 50s, it does sort of stand as the pinnacle of, like, so old-fashioned. You think that's better than the 2010s, do you? You think it's better than I the, think two, the 2010s? I think it's 2010s were a great, great with, decade. With, the, uh, with all the Marvel films and shit, you think it's better? <laughs> 2010s, great, great decade. Mm. And I am so glad that I've still got so many films from that period to look forward to watching because I think, I think, we, I think uh, it's been amazing. Seriously. I think that the... I, was, that, I, uh, just, I just said that just to, just to piss you off and talk about Marvel films, that's all. <laughs> Talk about Marvel. Well, you always hate it when I go on about how bad Marvel is. I know, is. but no, I kind of, I kind of fun. I kind of find it fun. Oh, well, I've got an exciting, talking about Marvel, I've got something really exciting to tell oh. you. No, I don't okay? actually want to talk about Marvel. I, I, this is good. Okay. It's good. I just watched a Marvel film that I loved. Oh. I absolutely loved it. I, th I think I would give it five out of five. Ten out of ten. You're making this maybe. up. What is it? I, no, I'm not. I absolutely loved into the Spider-Verse. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a great film. That film is amazing. That is a fantastic Seriously. film. I think it should have won Loved the Oscar. It. I don't think it did. What did it win? It did. It did win the Oscar. It yeah. did. It won best an- best animated feature. Yeah. yeah no, sure. it was. A, that was. It, that is a fantastic film. Yeah. Definitely the best Marvel film. A million miles above all the rest. I think it's the best comic book film ever made. Mm, it... Better than Dark Knight. No. 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 For me. Stop yourself, sir. You're going the right way for a high. A, well, you've a got spanking. an emotional attachment to Dark Knight. Yeah, but you don't you fucking dare. Um, no, it's. I would put that second. It's a good film. It's a good film. It, it... Uh, is okay. So, what what is your opinion on the 1950s? Then, will uh, just talk about cinema. Don't let's not worry about how old fashioned the rest of the 50s sounds like to us. Just film. Film. I don't know much about it to be honest. If you could, I, I mean. Uh... Or am I just giving you it based on what I've seen recently? I guess there was. I don't really know much. It was just from the heart. Just give me your. Just give me. You know. The the fifties was stream of consciousness. I feel like probably had a lot of fun. It felt like it was trying to be fun. I guess with the singing in the rain. I don't really know much about the fifties. That's what I'm being honest. That's from the heart. I don't think I've watched many. 50- I tell you what, um, some like it hot. That was some like it hot. That's from the fifties, isn't it? I love that film. There we go. Another great director from the fifties, Billy Wilder. Yeah, that's a great film. Seriously, the fifties is the fifties is the greatest period for film directors. To be honest, hold on. And obviously, we're talk- we're, me, we're talking about men let, a let lot. Me do, but... I probably should have done a bit more sort of research into the fifties, but let me have a look at what films were in in the fifties. Like, just get a, get a, get a good old list. Or big blockbusters. All right, so you had... While you're looking that up. Oh, Sunset... Oh, yeah, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sunset Boulevard, fantastic film. Love that film. Another Billy Wilder film, yeah. Yep. Uh, Rear Window. Can't deny that. Alfred Hitchcock. Yep. Uh, another Alfred Hitchcock in Strangers on a Train. That's a good film. Um, North by Northwest, I haven't seen. Some Like It Alfred Hitchcock. Some Like It Hot, I absolutely love. Um, I wanted to do Some Like It Hot, but I th- Singing in the Rain outwon it because I haven't seen it and because I just mm-hmm. thought it would be a bigger film. But Some Like a Heart is in... I think you made the right yeah, decision. Some Like a Heart is in my favourite films of all time. Um, Vertigo. So, oh my God. Yeah, there's some fantastic films in the 50s. Um, the Bridge Over the River Quiet. Oh, and you are only listing English language films. Uh, well, The 400 Blows, La Strada, um, Invasion of there the we Body go. Snatchers. Francois Truffaut, Seven, Fellini. Seven, uh, Fellini. Seven Samurais, very Good, obviously, great Kurosawa. film. Uh, ben Hur, Ingmar Bergman. Yeah, they're, they're very genre films, aren't they? There's a lot of like. Yes. There's a lot of. Um, yes, lots of genre films popular. Yeah. Historical. Um, it's a period when musicals absolutely rule the roost. Seven Seal. Comedies are much more popular than they are now. Yeah, To Catch a Thief, The War of the Worlds, original. But I think in general, we're talking about a period that is very happy. And that is perfectly summed up by Singing in the Rain. And I think that that's got something to do with it being post-war, do you think? How everyone's just trying to put a cheerful face on it. Because actually, when you look at the rest of the 19... You know, what people were going through in the 1950s, it was a terrible period for, like, poverty and inequality. And so I think that they wanted an escape... And that's why cinema of the 1950s is so cheerful. Yeah. Do you think? It did look... It, yeah, just judging by those films, it does look a bit more cheerful. But not to say that it's 
it's more cheerful because I'm looking at the 60s now and there's a lot of cheerfulness going on. Well, maybe it's going on, but... Well, I think that that's bleeding through yeah. from the 50s. Yeah, but if you look at films today, you don't get... Films films now, or if we look at films from the 2010s, that's a very serious films. Even Marvel, they've tried to make Marvel very serious. No. No, Marvel films have always have, got right? a bit of like a cheeky side and a fun little wank and silliness to them. No. If you talk about, I think there's no, well, no one bloody smiles though, do they, mate? No one smiles. Yeah, no, there, there is, there is have, so, there is. Everyone's got to have that really. Why are we talk about like, Marvel films? There's so much more to talk about than Marvel films. We always bring, come back to this motherfucker. I think the 2010s is a decade of. Um, See, that's that, of that is what taking everything really seriously. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, do you do you disagree? I, yeah, kind of. I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of comedy. There's so much comedy out nowadays. It's, um, for sure there's comedy unreal. but i think that i think a lot of the comedy is very like and i think there's light situation i do think there's light-hearted films even even like um high art of course there are light-hearted films mate but i think in general in general we have gotten so much more cynical yeah. in our in our media since 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 the 50s and 60s true that all right mate let's um You've started yawning. No, I didn't. This I was, means no, sorry, the episode mate. has to come to close. That, was, that wasn't a yawn. That was a stretch. <laughs> don't, don't bag me out. Don't, don't dob me in. Tell me, Willie. Stretch my back. Tell me, Willie, I'm bending over. Started, what I was trying to we've say is... we started talking about the 60s. No, I reckon what we should do is um, actually rate the films. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you very quickly what I'm going to give both of these films, mate. I'm going to give them both the same score. Ten. Yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm, giving, I'm giving Singing in the Rain a ten as well. Not gonna fuck around with that. That's a ten. That okay. is a perfect score. I think maybe the first time the a first, film on our show has got a perfect score. Singing in the rain, greatest. I think actually that's the first movie time, film uh, film ever. I think that's the first time I've ever given a film ten. I might have given. There we go. Unless it was Dark Knight, but I think that's the first time I've ever given a film a ten on this. Um, we didn't rate Dark Knight in the same yeah, rating exactly, system. We did it all we differently, didn't we? Like weirdos. Yeah. Right. Um, and I am giving Tokyo Story a solid nine. I'm not giving it. I'm not. It's a great film. It's a great film. Um, it didn't. I think nine is a jolly good score, and I'm I'm glad that you gave it a great score. I give it. A, uh, I give it a great because I think it's perfect. Yeah, because like, even though like we were arguing, it's faultless. Even it, we were I think arguing, it is. I don't think it looks phenomenal, but actually everything around it and what it actually achieves. And the story and the way that it came across was almost is almost perfect to me. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'm giving it a nine. It is the most like genuinely, truthfully, unsentimental, yeah. beautifully sad film ever made. Yeah, it's that is fucking that is it in a nutshell. It's beautifully sad. Um, didn't make me want. Yeah. I wouldn't want to watch it straight away again. But whereas I'd watch Singing in the Rain. Oh no, me I'd neither. Singing it in is, the Rain it's again. It's hard because right it's quite long. Yeah. Me too. But I, yeah. Me too. <laughs> But anywho. but singing in the rain has won this has won. Yep, sure. I think it, so it's I think another it's won, victory for you. I think it's won the competition for like any film we've watched. But well, yeah, we've given it the highest score ever, so it's right up top for us. But and uh, Willie, I do want to talk about what we're doing next time though. Cool, same. So I had originally, I did originally think that I wanted to do the Great Escape. It's war film it's uh it's well known it's massive it did really well but i've had a, i've had a little thought 
and um, we had a discussion, and then um, we thought, we ha well, I've done a lot of American films of late. So I've gone with the film Alfie, the original Alfie oh, with Mark, very sixties with Michael Caine, and it's very it's super super sixties. It's what it's, I don't know whether yep. it's, it's yeah. The, I like the the asides are a really interesting facet to it, um, and it's 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 kind of cool, but kind cool of, Britannia. It's kind of cool, but it's also not cool. It's it's um yeah. It's an interesting film. You haven't seen it, Dan, have you? No, I haven't. So, Which is always ideal. I like to see new films on this exactly. show. Exactly. I feel like I watch so many new films and you get the rough end of the stick and you've seen half the fucking films already. By, seeing, by having seen them all seen already. But yeah, I haven't seen this film. One. So it's nice when there's a film that I want to give you that you haven't seen. So that's what we do. Elfie. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. And that is going to go up against... Well, I... Um, I wanted to do a film directed by a woman because we have only done one before and it's the worst film we've done on the show. And I think that's pretty, I think that that's, uh, you know, not really good enough because there are lots of female directors out there, especially now. Mm -hmm. And it is a real sort of passion project that the film industry in general is trying to promote its female directors. And I wanted to do one of the greatest f female film directors of all time. And that's Agnes Varda who's French, and this film is French, and it, yes, it's French New Wave, Cleo from 5 to 7. Cool. 1962. Cleo from 5 to 7. And Will, yeah. Is it about... A, Cleo from 5 to is 7. Is it about a woman or person? You told me Cleo? that it didn't sound like anything. It doesn't sound like a film. Is it about a person? It, sound, it sounds sound like, like a car. <laughs> but is it a... Um, well, Renault Cleo. But is it about a person between the ages of 5 and 7? Is that what it is? Five o'clock till seven o'clock. Oh. I think I have not seen it. So it's two. It's like specific hours of someone's life. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it, a fun. Yeah. That's a fun idea. Well, in that case, uh, I'm going to watch that film soon, and you're going to watch my film soon, and then we're going to be back here soon. And we, we, you know, I hope that the audience can watch these films as well, because these are also more or less, unless we say otherwise, recommendations that f films that people should watch. Oh yeah, we, I think we need. So watch them along with I us. I really do think we need to uh, push on that fact a bit more than we usually do, because yeah, we'd love it yeah. if you guys can watch it, and then you would ha like kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah, please do. Just treat this like. But you know, if this, this is like inspiration, if you want to listen to the episode first, treat it like a fun film club. Watch the film with us, and then you can disagree with us, and you can like write to us, message us, do anything whatever just say please just think, we're so alone yeah, it's still lockdown like, Dick, dickheads you're so wrong this uh this film was terrible or this film was great you can you can have your own say but you have to watch the films yourself and please do because a lot of the films we watch are good some of them are as i said earlier are pants but um majority of them are good some of yours are anyway well, yeah, but you've got to have a bit. You've got to fucking take the rough with the smooth. You can't just all have... How boring... I'll do some deliberately bad ones. Yeah, how I'll boring would this be if it was ones. all good ones? I'll do some deliberately bad ones soon. But I don't just want this podcast to be like a deliberate bad movie podcast. Like, how did this get made or anything like that? Because that's not our jam. It's not our and jam. That's already like or being our butter. But anyway... Um... I'm going to... I'm... Look, guys, tune in next week. We've been Daniel Bickersteth and Will yep. Allen, and we love you. Peace out. Bye.